What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the High Button Podcast. My name is Justin Belanger. Thank you very much for tuning in today. I am man enough to admit when I am wrong. I am able to look into the mirror and say, Justin, you made a mistake. I'll admit it. I did not think that the Toronto Raptors had what it took to beat the Golden State Warriors. I was wrong. They did. The Golden State Warriors are one of the best basketball teams of our lifetime. And the Toronto Raptors beat them yesterday. Yes, the excuse is going to be KD wasn't in the lineup. Yes, the excuse is going to be Klay Thompson was injured as well. But you know what? In life, you have to take advantage of your opportunities that are put in front of you. And the Toronto Raptors had opportunities put in front of them this whole series. And they took advantage of those opportunities for the entire series. So it felt amazing waking up this morning, being a Canadian, and knowing that the Toronto Raptors were the champions of the National Basketball Association. So congratulations to Toronto, to Canada. Also, I want to mention the Canadian media did a great job covering all the Jurassic Parks in and around the country. It just goes to show you that the country of Canada isn't just a hockey country. We are also a basketball country, and I think that was solidified uh, last night when the Raptors won. So, um you know, just congratulations to everybody. If you're at work and you're listening to this, you're a little hungover. Don't worry about it. The whole country gets the day off. Take a breath. Tell your tell your boss to to take a seat and just enjoy the ride. I guess so. Congrats once again. So today on the podcast, very fortunate to get this guest, Jake Jake brr, Jake Sanford. Jake was recently drafted by the New York Yankees, 105th overall this year. He played for Western Kentucky University. He, here's what I'm going to say about this guy. Here's what I'm going to say about Cole Harbor, first of all. Whatever they're putting in the water in Cole Harbor, I got to move to Cole Harbor. Like, if I want to be great, I got to go to Cole Harbor. The the talent that is being produced out of that city, incredible. Um, He was a triple crown winner this year, triple crown. That's that that's that's a big deal in uh, NCAA Division One baseball. He earned a draft spot to the New York Yankees, 105th overall. Uh, he's recently down in Tampa, but he recently flew home uh, back to Nova Scotia to do the whole media thing, kiss babies, shake hands, all that good stuff. Uh, and like I said, took time out of his day to come here to speak uh, with me at the high button. And it's gonna be a it's gonna be a great podcast. I was texting him earlier. He said he has great stories about being down in Tampa. Judge was down there. Uh, stand host was down there. I forget the guy's name. He was down in Miami. He got hit with the baseball. Nonetheless, you know who I'm talking about. It's gonna be a great podcast. Jake Sanford, myself, Justin. This is the high button. You know what comes next. Here we go. All right, Jake, we're going, man. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. How pumped are you right now? Oh, I was pretty pumped. Uh, it's been a pretty pretty crazy week now. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I'm on cloud nine, though, for sure. <laughs> so the whole process of being drafted into the MLB, like I know a little bit about the NHL, how it goes down, and I guess there's meetings beforehand. They want to know you as a person and things like that. So how does the MLB draft work? Yeah, so uh, during my season, I had probably like 25 teams come like reach out to me. Wow. So yeah, almost all of them. They uh yeah came met me in the coach's office did like eye tests and did like uh like brain tests sort of things brain test yeah like like just processing things and everything and then uh, they wow. did like videos like 
picking where pitches are going to go and if you have to swing or not. So it's pretty crazy. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. So I was talking to dudes today and he said that you guys were up with uh, the senior team. I think, what was it last year? Well, you've been there for a while now, for yeah, a while, sure. but he said that you were one of the younger guys on the team. So I wanted to ask you, like being around older guys and things like that and seeing faster pitches, did that help you in your transition going to Kentucky and, and helping you grow as a baseball player? I guess yeah. is the question. I think it did help me a lot because uh, having like guys around that have been around the game longer, they, they could help me like when I was in struggles and everything. So, yeah, uh, yeah for sure. And uh, it was definitely the best competition around. So, yeah. I wish I was going up to Sydney with the boys this weekend, but uh, <laughs> I don't think I'm allowed to. <laughs> I don't know. Dudes was this year, and he's like, oh, i got to be cramped in that van going up. So I, I think you're good. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. So how was the flight in, coming in and meeting everyone yesterday at Beasley? It was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, lots of kids running around and everything, and uh, lots of adults too, but uh, it was <laughs> good. <of> <laughs> the adults are probably asking yeah. for autographs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good to see everybody, though, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, and see old, see old Beasley. Yeah. Um, I want to know about going to Kentucky for last year um you know leaving home it's tough at any age I think mm -hmm. and, and playing somewhere how did you find your transition going to play college ball uh it wasn't too bad like so my first two years I actually went to junior college in Nebraska oh did you okay yeah so I uh I went there for two years I went there out of nowhere basically so like right out of high school I just sent out emails to them and then uh they responded, so I didn't have any like baseball scholarships or anything. So how do you prove yourself to someone in Nebraska? You just get someone to film you, and yeah, you just, just send them film? film, and then like stats from here, but stats from here don't really go anywhere. Really? <laughs> so uh, they offered me a walk on, and then after first semester, I got a full scholarship for like the last three semesters there. Wow. And then uh, Western Kentucky started following me down there, and then they uh, actually came down and visited me and watched me play and everything. And then I went and visited the school. How did you land on them? What made them? What made, uh, what made you say yes to them? Probably the coaching staff was pretty good because my head coach is a coach at Clemson and uh, San Diego State and everything, so yeah. some pretty big schools for baseball. Okay. And then uh, probably the conference we play in, too. Like, there's lots of traveling and then uh, lots you of good teams. You fly? Yeah. yeah. Sick. Yeah, we went to Miami and Pensacola and uh, Mississippi and uh, Texas, too. So there's lots of good good flights <laughs> what's that part of the world like i've never been to kentucky or anywhere even near it what's the what's the culture like food music things like that there's lots of music that's for sure because we're only like 45 minutes from nashville so, oh are you yeah so we go down there sometimes and hang out but uh yeah the music's good the food's pretty good too it's a little bit different though having like biscuits and gravy for breakfast <laughs> like, you don't ever think for about breakfast? that back. yeah that's what they eat for breakfast it's weird yeah <laughs> it's like a southern thing it's in yeah, yeah. like i guess so i've but for breakfast yeah like every hotel you go to you don't get like just bacon and eggs you get those too like <laughs> really yeah america's crazy when yeah, it comes to crazy. everything like i'm that. surprised they don't have poutine down there i say with cause that's like an american you'd think it would be like american food too well just gravy in general yeah. gravy's everywhere mm -hmm. but they but, use a lot of like white gravy it's weird what's like, white gravy it's just like flour and like, there's like sausage and stuff in it so it's like that's what they put on the biscuits and gravy for breakfast, yeah. White gravy. I'm yeah. just thinking of Donair sauce. I know. That's what it sort of looks like. <laughs> have you had a Donair yet since you've been home? No. I'm going to have to get one today. That and the poutine. Maybe get a Donair poutine. So you said you, you leave Sunday? Yeah, so it's a quick turnaround. Man. So what's the plan other than doing all this media stuff while you're home? Just being with friends and family yeah, as much as you can? Yeah, just hanging out. Watched the game last night, so that was pretty fun. That was fun. Yeah. I was up to like 2 in the morning watching that. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Other than uh, baseball, did you ever play any other sports? Yeah, I played hockey growing up. Oh, did you? Yeah, I, played, I was a goalie until uh, I was like until I was 17, so I played mid triple or mid double A my last year because I didn't have mid triple A. Did you have to come to that point in your career where you're just like, I got to pick baseball or hockey? Yeah, I was just like, oh, I'm going to train more for baseball. So, yeah. Yeah. 
it's interesting at the age of 17 how you have to make that decision and then you have to go when it comes for training for baseball like i i'm more of a hockey guy i don't mm -hmm. know much about baseball i wish i played when i was younger but when it comes to training for baseball is it similar to hockey or are you doing more lifting and I guess upper body because hockey's a lot of legs, but I don't know. Yeah. Is baseball a lot of legs? Baseball is a lot of legs, but not as much as hockey. That's for sure. It's more like do a lot more like hips, like hips? a lot of deadlifts and stuff. So like hamstrings. It's more yeah. hamstrings and quads. So yeah, it's that and then a lot of upper body. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was in a batting cage the other day with dudes. I don't go to the batting cage <laughs> a lot. I had a great time. It, it's fun like getting in there and just like getting reps in and yeah. things like that and seeing. I remember dudes was telling me to get my arm up and that little difference that made me mm -hmm. hit so much better. Not that I'm any on level or not on a level of you, but is there any like adjustments, I guess, that you've made over the years that allowed you to be the hitter you've become today? Yeah, I think uh, I switched up my stance a little bit when I, when I got to school. So uh, it helped me like, like I started open now and then I come close. So it's, it's what does that mean? Start open. So like my front leg is like opened up a little bit more like not in line with my back leg so yeah. and then i come in and close off and then lets me get that outside pitch and that's what the one i like uh, the one i like to drive so <laughs> yeah. is there a lot of scouts up there when you're playing college ball telling you what to do because at the end of the day you're the player but there must be a lot of people just like in your ear being like this is what you need to do no this is what you need to do yeah is definitely there the, like that definitely the coaches are always in your ear like if you have a bad game they'll be like they'll take like we play take video every game so we'll watch our swings after every game so They'll point, pinpoint stuff, and then we'll have to go in the cage and everything and work on that for the next game. <laughs> Does that ever get annoying? You're just like, come on, let me do my own thing here. Like, uh, a little bit, because, like, my swing's a little bit different than other people's, like... How so? Uh, I don't know. I'm more, like, unorthodox. Like, it's, uh... <laughs> I have, like, a bigger stride than more people, so, like, it's just my legs move a lot more than mo mo most people, but okay. uh, I get my hands to the zone, like, yeah. and it stays to the zone longer, so it's, like, a little bit different. <laughs> throughout the year, dudes was telling me about the stats you were putting up. Was there any point throughout the year where you were surprising yourself? You're like, holy shit, how am I doing this? Was there anything yeah. like that? Probably in March, like, uh, <laughs> it was, like, I hit my first home run, like, March 1st, and then... Uh, when does the season start? in february 15th okay. so like i started off like the first two weeks a little bit slow i was only hitting like 290 and then uh in march i hit like 480 with like 15 home runs no <laughs> so yeah sort of shot up there <laughs> yeah so that was pretty crazy i didn't think it was gonna blow up that much and that's when i started seeing all the scouts in the fan in the stands for uh batting practice and stuff so where do you think the confidence came from just keep going at it really like i feel it was like the same in juco once i hit that first home run they just started coming so that's all i had to do get the first one out of the way <laughs> do you wear batting gloves uh it depends so like when i was hitting bad i started out wearing batting gloves and i was hitting bad i took them off and then went no vgs and then uh that's when i started hitting home runs so then i had to <laughs> i did not wear them for a while <laughs> do you have any superstitions in baseball like just you personally like getting ready any pre preparation anything like that uh not too much. Just I can't wear sunglasses on my hat when I'm taking batting practice. I don't know. It's Why? Just, Where did that come from? I don't know. Whenever I took it, I just had bad batting practice when I have a glass on my head. So I have, if I have my hat, I just throw them away. <laughs> and then, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's that. And then I have to put my leg guard on first before I put on my elbow guard. So Right on. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's you, awesome. Yeah, you got to wear that kind of stuff, though, hey. in college because people are throwing, like, so hard. Like, I, the fastest I saw this year was probably 98. So, yeah. You ever talk to any guys? Like, how many people get drafted in the MLB draft every year? It's a lot. It's like twelve hundred. <laughs> so you must be running, th uh, running into guys every day that are about to be drafted or like going to be drafted. Do you ever stop and have conversations with guys on the other team about like, hey, any scouts talking to you? Any teams talking to you? What are they saying? Things like that. There must be a rumor mill within the baseball yeah, world. Yeah. So like, well, when we play like midweek games, which is like our 
like best competition, but it's not like our conference. Like we'll play like Vanderbilt and stuff like that. Yeah. So talk to those guys a lot because they get a lot more exposure being in the SEC and everything. But uh, yeah, so they don't really give much information because you don't really talk that much. But yeah, uh, yeah they always say that the scouts are around because like if you're playing at a school like that, you know there's gonna be people around. So yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting. Cause how many scouts are around here in Nova Scotia? Is there a lot? No, probably like two or three. So going away for the because when you play hockey here, there's tons of scouts. Yeah, like it's, you're just used sure. to it. So if you're not used to tons of scouts being here for baseball, when you went away, did you ever think about the scouts or anything like that, or did you just like uh, well, I, whatever? When I started seeing some people, I started to get a little bit nervous. But did then it, it got a little bit better through like because there's a, literally nobody like down here really. There's like a couple, but yeah, uh, yeah one time what was it? Uh, we were playing at Louisville University, and there was uh, like 75 scouts there. Like it was there. It was their area scouts and scouting directors and everything, so, yeah. <laughs> how did you handle talking to them? It must be, how old are you, 20, 21? 21, yeah. So you're still, come, you're still a kid. Did you did you have trouble, like, talking to these scouts or anything like that? No, not you're really. You're fine? No, they just asked me, like, my story and everything, so it's, like, it's pretty unique coming from here and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Playing baseball, you don't really think that. <laughs> so being drafted to the baseball mecca. Yeah. Has it sunk in yet? Not really, I don't think. <laughs> so probably the next couple of weeks it will, but it's been pretty crazy. <laughs> So what was the trip down like there to Tampa? Uh, it was pretty awesome. So uh, first day I got there, we were doing physicals and uh, walk in and Aaron Judge is sitting down there and then Giancarlo Stanton too. So like I was in the in the training table between both of them. So I was like, what am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> what did you did you guys talk at all? Yeah, I talked to uh, Judge a little bit. So what were you guys talking about? Just about like what happened, like where I went in the draft and everything. And then he was like, he's like, good shit, man, good shit. Is he a good guy? Yeah. He, like, welcomed you? He, like, didn't yeah. make you feel awkward or anything? Nah, because he, he went through the minor leagues for a while. Did he? Yeah, he didn't start playing in the major, so he's, like, 25, so. So what was he doing down there? Did he just, he's, you said he's, he's rehabbing? rehabbing? yeah. He got hurt, so he's rehabbing. I was actually in his BP group the other day. Were you? Yeah, on, uh, what was it, Tuesday? Yeah. Was he giving you any tips when you were out there with him? A little bit, yeah, but uh, he was just crushing balls. <laughs> like, was just he? flicking them out, yeah. Dude, I... I Honestly, I don't know how you're able just to sit here and act so casual about it. Like you just you're actually at batting practice with one of the best hitters in the world, yeah. and now you're just sitting here in my basement and you're just acting <laughs> like it's a, like that. Come on, man, that's insane. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> that's absolutely insane, absolutely insane. And you're able to go. You're going back there when you leave Sunday. Yeah, you're going back to Tampa. Yeah, I'm going down there for two weeks, and then I'll probably head out to Staten Island or Pulaski. That's where they send most of their college guys for the short season for the first year. Me and, and dude, me and dudes were already looking at how long it takes to drive there. We're gonna come visit. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> That's okay, you got some tickets. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So you're gonna be down in Tampa for two weeks. Where are you staying at the hotel? Yeah, we have like a like a extended stay hotel. So me and a couple guys are staying in there that got drafted. So I'm in there with uh, the first round guy. The ninth round guy and eleventh round guy. So okay, yeah. So what do you guys do? Are you, is anyone from Tampa that's at the hotel? The guys you just mentioned? Nah. So what do you guys do on the day off? Uh, well, so we go, we practice every day from like we get down there to the complex at six in the morning, and then we're done. Six in the morning. Yeah, and then we're done till uh, we're done at like one or two, and then we got we're done for the day. So so what do you do at two? When you're done, when you're done, go to the beach. <laughs> do, do you fish at all? Yeah, I love fishing. So, yeah, I'm gonna start. I didn't go yet down there. We're gonna probably go some shark fishing or something. Are you guys close to um, the Tampa Bay Rays Stadium? Yeah, we're pretty close. You can go see a game there. Yeah, and then our A team is down there, the Yankees. So, the, oh, are they? the Tampa Tarpons? Are they? Yeah, so they're right by that facility. So. so, at this point, like, are you just a sponge? Anything you see, anyone that you run into, are you just trying to learn? 
Because at this point, like, you know, being a professional baseball player is all new to you. I couldn't imagine the things that you're just trying to take in. Like, is there anything that you saw, even if you were in Tampa, for how many days were you there? Two, three? I was, uh, I was there a week before, too. Were you? Uh, I did a pro, uh, pro scout day before. So, so what that's a, what, what's a pro scout day? What do you... So, basically, you do physicals down there, too, and then uh, you run a 60, and then take batting practice, and then uh, there's uh, live batting practice, too, off some other guys, so pretty crazy <laughs> have you ever been to yankee stadium the new one no i haven't <laughs> so better get down there i think i'm gonna i think they're sending us down there in a couple weeks so wow mm -hmm. you get to go through like the locker room and see all that stuff yeah dude you're on cloud nine i'm on cloud nine i feel <laughs> like i'm playing for the yankees right yeah, now it's crazy like so much stuff you see and everything but that's the thing you might not well maybe you do realize it but everyone from around here feels like they just got drafted to the yankees mm -hmm. like when you said you went to beasley yesterday and everyone was so happy for you it's because you know a, a part of Nova Scotia is going to be in the big leagues one day. Hopefully, yeah. it's a it's a real cool feeling. Mm -hmm. yeah, and the excitement sure. around here because you got to admit it. The only you know professional sport is pretty much just hockey that goes to the NHL. Yeah, I don't know. There's a few guys that have gone to the MLB, and you're that first guy mm -hmm. or second or third guy. There dudes were saying there was a couple other guys, but you know it's it's a big deal. Yeah. Do you hold some sort of like responsibility? Like, are your parents like putting not stress on you, but just like you got to hold yourself to like a higher standard? Especially being the Yankees, they're like the the New York or they're like the New England Patriots of baseball. Mm -hmm. You know, like they're the yeah. top, they're the top dogs. Yeah. So not really, but uh, <laughs> not really. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> they just like hey, like they just want me to like keep my head on my shoulders and everything. Just be like keep being a good role model and everything. So like show the kids that you can actually get somewhere in baseball and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's great. Yeah, I think if you put too much pressure on yourself in this stage, you can mm -hmm. kind of take away from your game. You just got to kind of act like everything's the same. That's fair. Yeah. It's guys like me and the media guys that make sure everything's hyped up. <laughs> we all think it's a massive deal and try to make it a massive story. But at the end of the day, you're just playing baseball. Yeah. Something sure. that you've played your whole entire life. Yeah, that's what I always say. Like, even it's still the same game. Like, you're just playing against the ball. Like, that's all you're trying to do. Did you have a favorite team growing up? Uh, well, being from here, it's probably Toronto. But yeah, uh, that's fair. Uh, I like the Yankees growing up too. Yeah, yeah. I like Jeter. Have you ever been to New York? Uh, no. <laughs> it's <laughs> well, crazy. I've yeah. never been either. Yeah, I'm excited to go down there though. Uh, a couple of the boys went up and just said it's mayhem. It's it's just a, a baseball mecca. Not even in the Bronx, just all throughout New York. Everyone yeah. wearing the Yankees hat. Yeah. Have you has your social media gone up in followings and things like that? Yeah, I think the first the day I got drafted, I think like a thousand followers in one day. So I had to take it off private. I was just like, I'm not done. I'm done clicking through all that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Oh, oh, you were just going through like accepting yeah. everybody, accepting like, everybody. Yeah, I'm done with this. I was on the phone for like six hours trying to do all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. So where were you when you found out you got drafted? Uh, I was watching it in the clubhouse back at Kentucky with my coaches and some of my players. What was your reaction? It was pretty crazy. So like I knew a couple picks before that I was going, but like when they when my name got called is when it like really like sunk in. Like. <laughs> It's pretty crazy. So how do, how does it work? Do they call you like six picks before and say, "Listen, Jake, we're gonna draft you." So like my advisor, like he was talking to them. So like he talks to them, and then uh, I got the Rockies were actually trying to get me a pick a hundred, but uh, then something went through, and then I go I went with the Yankees. So he called me, and then he said the Rockies are gonna take me, and then they didn't, and then he called me back, and then said the Yankees are taking me, and then yeah. <laughs> so you, then you just sit there and wait for it to be called. Yeah. It was like five picks after the Rockies. So. Five picks after. Yeah. Um, it's cool that you're on the East Coast, too. It's good mm -hmm. for family and friends. So if the games are on, you're on the East Coast time. Yeah. It would be a lot better because, like, if I was in the Rockies, it would be, like, West Coast time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Four or three hours behind, something yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. That's sick.
Yeah. So what's the plan for the rest of the summer? I know you dude said that you're going to be playing spring ball or summer ball, a shorter league, yeah, something it's like, like that. Called short season, so it's like uh, it's like a ball. Okay. So like I'll be in, I'll probably be in Staten Island or Virginia, like that's where their two teams are. Okay. So okay. like after my two weeks in Tampa, I'll find out where I'm going. Are you doing research on the two teams you might be going to, like the stadiums and things like yeah, that? Yeah, stadium's pretty cool in Staten Island. It's right on the water. So like, is it? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Are they, okay, keep going. And then uh, Pulaski, I'm not really. I've never really been to Virginia. I've been there like one time, but uh, it looks like it's pretty cool, but it looks a little bit, bit smaller. I'd rather probably go to Staten Island, <laughs> be in the bigger spotlight. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure you'd rather be in the big spotlight. Do you like the you like the shine? Like you like being out there and, and making sure that I guess people know who you not know who you are, but if you're going to be going to New York, you're going to be somewhat known. Do you mm-hmm. do you mind? Like some people play the sport just to play the sport, but you know, 2019 mm. there's a media side of things. Do you care about any of that stuff or you not bring really, it I just try to keep playing, but uh, like if it happens, it happens. Like yeah. our media like sort of blew up at Western Kentucky too. So like that was pretty good for our school. So it blew up after this season, but uh, nah, I just try to keep playing the same game that I always do. When you say that the social media blew up in Kentucky, why do you think that was just because of you or because it was there other players or why did it blow up? Uh, it was like, pretty well like the whole team but like i probably helped i helped a little bit obviously yeah but, Bray, uh, go ahead <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's how it shot up a lot that's what uh like every day there was something new <laughs> really yeah even like now i'm still getting stuff like awards from the season like it's crazy you're still getting awards yeah like the last three days i got three all-americans so no yeah, yeah. dude congratulations <laughs> that's a big deal <laughs> yeah i said in the intro i uh that you got a triple crown and i acted like i knew what it was so i need you to explain to me what it was okay so what it is that's home runs rbis and batting average so i had the highest for my whole conference for all three of those dude. yeah and then i had the highest in division one for uh, slugging percentage do you ever just sit back and just go <laughs> do you ever just like well how did i do that uh, a little bit, but I'm just like, I don't, yeah, I'm like, I don't know how I got up here. <laughs> I'm like, well, all the hard work and everything, but, uh, I didn't expect for it to blow up like that. That's for sure. Talk about some of the sacrifices that you've made, uh, in order to get drafted into the MLB. Some kids are going to be listening to this and they're going to need to, you know, a little bit of advice on how to, how to get there. What are some sacrifices that you made to, to get to where you are today? Yeah. So when I went to junior college, I literally just left from here Nebraska is like a 38 hour drive. <laughs> Did you drive? No, nah, <laughs> I flew, but we had to fly to Denver, and like my parents went down there with me, but uh, we didn't visit the school or anything before, so I just sort of showed up, yeah. and I didn't have a scholarship, so I didn't even know if I was going to be on the team. So, yeah, I was like, uh, "That's a big sacrifice." Yeah, here we go. <laughs> wow. And then I had to keep working for that, and then uh, yeah, being away from the family is a little bit of, like it's a sacrifice for sure, but uh, I got used to it pretty quick. But yeah. Yeah. Was there any low points of the career that you had to battle through? A lot of people have to go through adversity. Maybe they think they might not make that next step or anything like that. Or would you say your career was like a smooth sail and you knew where you were going to go to? It was pretty smooth going through McCook and then to Western. But uh, there was a, there's struggles along the way in baseball for sure because like it's a game of failure. So you know you're going to fail at some time. Yeah. Like, you're good if you're hitting like three out of ten times. <laughs> you're good yeah. if you're hitting three out of ten times. Yeah. Wow. So like – 
Yeah, if you do that in the majors, that's like that's pretty good. <laughs> I've always wondered about baseball. Whenever even I watch it on TV, it looks like such a mental game. Well, even if you're a pitcher or if you're at bat, you know, you're up three two. You don't know whether to swing. You don't know whether to uh, make sure it's a ball or not. Mm-hmm. Just talk about the mental aspect of the game because this podcast is mostly hockey. Baseball is a new sport, uh, not a new sport, but we don't really talk about it that much. So yeah. I, just talk about the mental side of it because that, to me, it's a huge uh, fascination of mine. The the mental side of baseball. Yeah, there's there's crazy mental sides about this like you're trying to think what the pitcher's going to throw you're trying to if you're in their situation what would you do uh even like even if they want to throw like a certain pitch they could miss their spot and like so you always got to be ready but uh yeah so you need to uh there's a lot of numbers in baseball so it's like explain like it's like percentages of what they're going to throw like we have like all these charts and everything in our dugout like they're like the velocity like how many uh innings pitched and stuff like that and then uh their balls and strikes ratio. So like, and what pitches they'd throw in certain counts. So it's like, you got to know all this stuff before you go up there. <laughs> really? Yeah. So do you do your research on the pitcher beforehand? Like before you go up there, you're like, okay, this guy throws this. Yeah. So like, he yeah, be like, if he's a heavy slaughter guy, be ready to sit that and then react to the fastball. So like, <laughs> wow. What's it like facing a pitch at 98 miles per hour? Uh, you don't really, it's like a white blur, basically <laughs> a white blur. <coughs> so you're just guessing. Well, you can you can see it, but like you only see it for like that split second. Like, uh, so if you're off, you're gonna be off. But like, uh, I guess you can guess. But if you guess and it's like a curveball, and then you look pretty dumb. <laughs> so then, what's the difference between a great hitter and a good hitter? A great hitter, I'm assuming, is you and what you've been able to do compared to a good hitter. What's the skill set that you have in order to hit it? You know, home runs and just get get balls into the field. What do yeah, you think? Yeah, probably that your skill just is? like uh, pitch recognition. So be able to pick up the ball like out of the pitcher's hand. And, uh, yeah, because you can tell, like, their spin that's going to happen from, like, where they're throwing and everything. And then uh, probably, like, an approach, like, what pitch you want to hit in a certain count and everything. Like, if it's, like, a, if you don't want to hit a curveball but it's a curveball, you can just let it go and then just fight to get to the next pitch. Like So when a pitcher's throwing a ball, you're looking at his hand and not the actual ball as it's coming to you? Yeah, at the start, yeah, and then you follow it. But uh, I always look for the hat. What does that mean? So, like, uh, because people, like, pitchers have different arm slots, so I'd look for the hat first to pick up the ball and then follow it in from there. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Is there any eye practices that you do? Like, you said that you got to pick up the ball last second or, like, millisecond. Mm -hmm. Is there any exercises that you do with your eyes to make them almost sharper or anything like that? Uh, Just, like, when I'm on deck, I just, like, blink super fast just to get, like, get them set and everything. But that's about it, yeah. (laughs) You said that in your interviews that they do uh, mental tests? mind test yeah can you give me an example of like maybe what a mind test is It's just like different like puzzles and like remembering stuff and then like uh it's like put up like letters for like you gotta type in letters as fast as you can and everything like i even had to do like a it was like a booklet like i felt like i was taking a math test like it was just like a booklet of all kinds of shapes and stuff and what patterns would go here and what patterns would go there and everything so why do you think they do that just to see because like baseball says it's such a mental game like See, like, where your brain's at, basically. Wow. Yeah. Do you get prepped for that? Do you have an agent? Yeah, I do. So does your agent prep you for things like this beforehand? Yeah, and he tells me what I'm going to be doing and stuff like the the meetings before so I can get a little bit ready for but <laughs> That's still crazy. hard. Yeah. It's crazy to think that it's a game of baseball, but outside the game, there's so much that goes into it. Yeah, just the game is just a little thing. Everything else is, like, so big. Especially to, yeah. in New York. Yeah. Especially in New York. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, man. 
It's crazy to think that the process you're going to have to go through in order to play for the New York Yankees is baseball, but there's also things on top of that that you need to go through in order to get there. Yeah. Do you ever think about the climb or do you just take it day by day? Because in order to get to your goal, you know, there's going to be some grind. There's going to mm-hmm. be some some things that aren't going your way. Do you ever think about that or are you just day by day type guy? No, I try to go just day by day. Like, yeah, yeah just keep playing every day. And then uh, if I keep playing good, I'll keep moving through the ranks. But uh, if I struggle a little bit, then I'll just keep finding a way to get better. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. That's a good way to look at it, especially at your age. A lot of people mm-hmm. would get maybe intimidated. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a big hike. Yeah. New York Yankees. How many people are in a in a pitching rotation? Not a pitching, batting rotation. Nine? Yeah. And the hit, the best hitter, dudes gave me a little rundown. I'm terrible with baseball. But the <laughs> second slot guys, they're the best hitter? Yeah. Second or third? Yeah, it's like third. But, like, it's starting to move to second now. Like Why? I don't know. Like, the leadoff guy's always, like, he gets on base a lot. And he's fast, so he like, can steal bases. Yeah. And then you want him on so you can get RBIs. So, but, like. Yeah, it's, it seems like it used to be fourth because, like, if you can get the bases loaded right away, but that doesn't happen that much anymore. So now it's moving, like, second or third. Where did you hit this year? I hit third. Nice. Yeah. Not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw when you were up in New York that they had a stall ready for you with your name on it and stuff. Yeah. Was that at the – that was obviously at the practice facility? Yeah. So how did they – they just prepared that just because you were coming? Yeah. So that's pretty cool with our name tags and everything on it. Got the Canada flag up there. <laughs> Talk about first class. Yeah. They yeah we're uh, they got us all kinds of cleats and stuff and everything too jerseys pants and stuff. So when it comes to custom <coughs> gear, oh like, they have it all. <laughs> if you need anything, you just go there and they'll, they'll give it to you. Anything. Yeah. Like bats, cleats, gloves, like anything. <laughs> Chewing gum. Yeah. Seeds. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Is there, was there food in the clubhouse? Yeah, we have. There's like a cafeteria and everything. What kind of food? Uh, it's pretty. It's like healthy food. Like it's like high protein. Like. It's like a lot of chicken, beef, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's okay, but uh gets you through the day. I heard you're a big fan of uh, sour peaches. Oh, sour keys? Sour keys? That's, that's what they're saying, yeah. I used, to, I used to eat them during the dry games all the time. Have, have a, my, bo- my back pocket full of candy. The guys, were, right the guys were saying if the Yankees paid you in sour keys, you'd be just as happy. <laughs> yeah, probably. They don't have them down in the States, so I need to bring some down. Here's what you do. You look for a sponsorship opportunity. You yeah. call up Sour Keys and go, listen, <laughs> I'm playing for the Yankees soon. I need some Sour Keys sent down to the bench. Yeah, for sure. What's your favorite flavor of seed? Uh, I like dill pickle. Dill pickle? Yeah, or a cracked pepper. That's pretty good, too. I like barbecue. Do you? Or no, sweet chili. Sweet chili. Okay, yeah. There's so many different ones down in the States. Like, it's crazy. What did you? What did they have on the bench down there in Kentucky? They got everything? Yeah, well, we, on our field, we weren't allowed because we had turf, so we can't spit seeds on the turf. But uh, when we went to other places, they had a bunch of other ones. Like, they had like, every kind of flavor. <laughs> That's frustrating. You can't spit seeds I know. On You're not even supposed to have gum, but we all did. But <laughs> You can't have gum. It just melt to the turf. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What would you rather play on, turf or real grass? Uh, turf, because you can play, like, even if it's raining and stuff. So, like, yeah, your games never get canceled. So What's Yankee good. Stadium? Turf or real nah, grass? it's grass. Every it? other one, uh, every major league park is grass except for uh, the Rogers Center. Really? So, yeah. And pro- I think the Diamondback Stadium, too, because they have, like, the roof, too. So I heard, I was listening to a Pete Rose interview the other day, and he was saying <laughs> that a lot of these stadiums are built for hitters. They're changing so that these hitters are getting massive amount of home runs because apparently back in the day the stadiums were bigger and there was people hitting less home mm-hmm. runs. Do you know anything about that? Yeah, I feel like the stadiums are getting smaller, but uh, I think they, they're making them smaller because, like, 
the fans love seeing home runs. So yeah, like, yeah it's, it's making more entertainment for them. So I think like people like watching more home runs than pitching duels probably. <laughs> and that's going to be able to sell the game more. People love yeah, home runs for sure. That's sick. Yeah, I want to be able to go to. Um, I've never been to a, a game in Toronto. Really? You ever been? Yeah. I, I played at the Rogers Center a few times, too. Tournament what? 12, yeah. Did you? Yeah. What was that like? That was pretty cool. Yeah? Like, played with the roof open and everything. So, yeah. Took batting practice there. Played a couple games. Did you hit a home run in Rogers Center? I had three in batting practice. So. <laughs> but I was only I was only 16, so. <laughs> <clears throat> That's a massive deal. 16? Yeah. How old are you now again? 20? 21. Did you take batting practice yesterday? Uh, Not before. The day before, I flew, yeah. Oh, yeah? Oh, I, t- I, I did take batting practice last night, yeah. How many I, home runs did you hit? Only a couple. Bobby was throwing me cutters in and on the hand, so <laughs> he, was, he was trying to dice me up a little bit. <laughs> um, do you guys use uh, wooden bats in college or metal College bats? is metal. Metal? Yeah. When, but, you, uh, okay. when I went to junior college, it was wood. But we were the only like, conference that used wood, so that helped with my stats a little bit. What would you rather <laughs> use, wood or metal? Uh, metal, you, you could got a little more give, so you can hit home runs with bad swings still, but, uh, yeah. wood, you, you have to just, like power it out <laughs> for sure. When you did batting practice yesterday, did you use a wooden bat or a, a metal yeah, bat? Yeah, I swung wood. Did you? So, for the, so that must've been the first time in a while then. Uh, other than when I went down to Tampa, yeah, it was. <laughs> so when you're down in Tampa, did you got like a custom wooden bat? Yeah, I signed a deal. So I swing Mark Lumber. So it's like, uh. It's like a, it's a Canadian company actually, so it's oh, like yeah? Quebec, so that's pretty cool. So just like you can custom a hockey stick, you can custom yeah, an custom actual like bat? paint jobs and how much it weighs and everything. Yeah. So what paint job did you go with? Uh, right now I just got some blank ones, but uh, I'm gonna customize a couple. I don't know what I'm gonna do yet. I'm gonna make up some crazy designs. <laughs> you got time on your hands, you can just yeah, that's get my agent to do that. <laughs> that's awesome. Do you put uh, grip on the bat or do yeah, you use, like uh, tape? I usually just use tape, yeah. But if I'm going with no batting gloves, I'd probably put nothing on, just pine tar. Pine tar? Isn't pine tar illegal? No, you're allowed on bats, but not not on like your glove or anything, because it's like it helps with grip for pitchers. So pitchers can't use it, but hitters can. Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So it's in the it's in the dugout anyways, everywhere. Then yeah, it sounds like yeah. I wonder if a pitcher ever got away with that, just using pine tar. Oh probably. yeah, lots of them do. Do they? Yeah, but uh, it's hard to hide it on like a hat or something because pine tar is like brown, and it, it'll get on the ball, but. Uh, People have other ways too. Oh yeah, I never thought of that. That's yeah. true. Yeah, it is white. Yeah, we caught, I caught this ball at a at a Rays game. It was the first pitch. It was a foul ball. Really? And it landed right on my brother's lap. That <laughs> was sick. Other than the Rogers Center, have you been to any other MLB games? Yeah, I went to a couple at Fenway because Boston's close. So. Nice. But yeah, I don't know if the Yankees fans are gonna like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. We, me, and dudes went to Fenway this year for. Uh, Red Bull crashed yeah, ice. Yeah, I saw that. It was unreal. Yeah. Such a historic building. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Speaking of Boston, um, Big Poppy, did you see that? Yeah, that's, that's crazy, crazy too. crazy stuff. Yeah, because he's such a big like, big guy for baseball and even like Dominican too. Like, <laughs> Man, that's scary to think the guy that's like a king there he got shot. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, what the heck's going on? Like, Yeah. And everybody reaching out to him and everything. They had like a moment of silence for him at the Sox game the other day. I thought he died. Yeah. I was like, whoa, well, he didn't die, did no. he? I had to go back and look, but that, that stuff's scary. But yeah. anyways, just goes to show you the power of baseball and how mm-hmm. big you can become, especially an idol like him. Yeah, especially like down in those like countries like the uh, Dominican, Puerto Rico and stuff. Like it's so big. Like, Yeah. Everybody in the locker room and the practice facilities, like Venezuelan and like Puerto Rican, Dominican, like there's only a couple like like Americans and Canadians so like I'm a, I'm the only Canadian down there right now no yeah 
What about on the Yankees roster right now? Is there any Canadians? Nah. <laughs> Dude, you gotta you gotta. I gotta uh, work my, my way up there. <laughs> well, if man, if you can make this work, mm-hmm. like that's a big deal. Yeah. If you can make this work, you're gonna be a, a Canadian hero. Who's the other guy? Votto. Yeah, Joey Votto. Have you yeah. ever talked to him before? <laughs> Not really, but uh, Larry Walker, he used to play back in the day. He yeah. called me the other day, so that was pretty cool. What did he say? Like, he was just telling me how to, like, stick with it and everything. So, yeah, he was a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's one aspect of the game that you're trying to get better at right now? Uh, Probably my defensive a little bit because, like, I just started playing outfield, but I actually got drafted as an outfielder. So, like, I only played this year as an outfield. Center, left, right? Uh, right. I played right, but I got drafted as a center fielder. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I played with a dry couple like last couple of years in the outfield, and then at school this year. But uh, yeah, it's getting pretty crazy. I used to play third base and uh, first base. What would up. you? What would you? What do you prefer to play? Wherever, really. I'm pretty versatile, so like I like to move around wherever. You get you get a lot more action in the outfield though in college than like what you did when you were a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's I remember some kids quit baseball because it's so boring at a young age because there's no one hitting the ball. You're just standing out there. And yeah, like no picking dandelions and stuff. Picking dandelions, exactly. Yeah, that's what I used to do. <laughs> so what made you stick with it? I don't know. I just I sort of always had power when I was a kid, so like I would be the one to hit it out there. So I was like, maybe somebody will hit it out to me. <laughs> maybe someone will hit it out to me. Yeah. That's funny. That's yeah. good, man. That's good stuff. It sounds like this whole baseball thing is coming full circle for you. Mm-hmm. And it's always a good story. Don't get me wrong. I love a story, a success story. But a guy that comes from you know, Nova Scotia is not the biggest baseball market and then yeah. goes on to that scale. It just sounds like the making of a, of a cool story. Mm-hmm, for sure. Hollywood could be approaching you soon. You could make a movie. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. You start writing the script. You get <laughs> it going. get somebody to write it for me. <laughs> get your agent <laughs> I'm, to do it. I'm get, done with school for now. <laughs> get your agent to write it for you. Yeah. <laughs> so you're done school, eh? Well, I still have a year, okay. so but they put that into the contract, so they pay for it whenever I'm done like no playing way. baseball yet. So that's pretty good. Sick. Yeah, or I can take like fall classes online and stuff and get my degree. So. Do you know what you're gonna do yet? I'm taking in sports management, so oh yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm probably gonna open a facility or something to help kids like yeah. try to get to college and everything because they don't have that much for down here. Like yeah. it's all like Al- Alberta and stuff that has those like baseball facilities and stuff. I didn't even know Alberta had a baseball facility. Yeah, they have a bunch out there. Really? Yeah, that's where a lot of guys, like, they go to, like, be, like, a hockey school, but it's, like, baseball school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Something like, uh, yeah, like, Vauxhall and Okotoks and stuff like that in Alberta. Traveling uh, the United States last year, where other than, because obviously New York is a baseball mecca, mm-hmm. what would you say was one of the, the cooler states that you went to that just loved baseball? Probably uh, Texas. Yeah? Yeah, Texas loves it. Florida does, too, for sure. But what, uh, in yeah. Texas, it was like all baseball. <laughs> really? Yeah. And what baseball, sense? football for sure. Oh yeah, football too. They love high school Fo- football down there. Yeah, football's massive down there. So, in what sense was ba- uh, baseball just massive in Texas? Uh, just like everybody, like everybody loved the Rangers down there. So, like, yeah, because we were down pretty close to them, so everybody had Rangers hats. It was sort of like New York hats and everything. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, Texas, they're they're loyal <laughs> to their fans for sure. Or they're yeah. loyal to their teams, excuse me. Yeah, American sports is so much more like different than here. Like they put so much money into sports down there. Like it's crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Talk about the difference that you found from Canada, just the the United States and in sporting, not even in baseball, just in general. Like you said, they put money in football facilities. They mm-hmm. have money in USA hockey. Same with baseball. I guess I guess I can answer the question for you, but everything's just bigger. Everything's just more powerful, more money. Yeah, that's they, for sure. They put like, time and dedication into this. The donors always like 
they're loyal to like their school, so they put lots of money into like their their like football facilities. But you don't get much into like other sports like baseball. Yeah. But like basketball is pretty big in my school too, so that brought in a lot of money for the school. So. Did you go to any games this year? Yeah, I went to like all of them. So. Yeah. Yeah, they made it to the Sweet Sixteen. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a cool feeling. <laughs> yeah. And then football wasn't that good this year, but uh, last two years before I got there, they won like a couple bowl games. So. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. Outside the baseball and the the party and at school and stuff, what what's the best part about going to NC the NCAA route? Uh, it's just like walk being able to like walk around campus and people like know who you are, sort of like like you're. I guess you're still like another, you're just another student, but like people know who you are and everything. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. And having like following and stuff. So you probably made so many friends down there <laughs> yeah, this year. That's for sure. Yeah. Over the last like three years, being at McCook and then being down there, made yeah. a lot of friends, met a lot of people. Been to a lot of like different places that I never think I would go to. <laughs> it's cool when you're able to use the sport of baseball mm-hmm. to travel <laughs> everywhere, go anywhere in the world you want. Yeah. And a lot of people, I think, at a young age, at well, 21, they don't realize that you can use a sport to network, to build opportunity, to do so many other things other than the actual sport of baseball, like the networking side of it. Yeah, that's Because, you know, at the end of the day, how old was Jeter when he retired? 39, 40? Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, he's still young. Mm-hmm. But now look at him. He's a businessman. He's now the owner GM, of the. He's yeah. a GM. He does all this other shit. Yeah. And it's like at the age of twenty, you got to twenty one. You got to realize that that the opportunity that you're in now, use it to you know the much as much as you can. Make it uh, make it worth your while and yeah, like create sure. memories. And you never know who's gonna people. be a doctor or something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. And like those are people that you're gonna need on your team at the end of the day. I'm sure your agent's gonna help you find a, a lawyer and things like that. But mm-hmm. man, you gotta you gotta network and find the people that are gonna help you with your career. Yeah, for sure. Who it's knows? Always good to have friends around too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Like at the end of who knows, like at the end of the career, you open up uh, a Jake Sanford base, baseball school. Yeah. You know, and you have a facility down here and just like almost how Newbridge did hockey. Mm-hmm. Who knows? You just yeah. think big, right? For sure. Well, you're going to New York, so you're going to learn how to think big anyway. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, man, that's good. That's good stuff. Yeah. It's been a crazy ride, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd imagine. I can't, like, I'm pumped that you're just sitting here and talking mm-hmm. about this. Yeah. Like the, the judge story, you're just sitting chilling with him. <laughs> yeah. Did you get his number? Nah. I was going to say, let's call him right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably sleeping. Um, who was the other guy down there you said? Stanton. Stanton. Yeah, Did you talk he, to him at all? Uh, a little bit, yeah. yeah. He's a little bit busier, though. Because like, He's trying to get back in. Like, He's almost back, ready to go. So, yeah. So, does he just have like a team of guys around him? I can imagine yeah. like a guy like... I guess like security the, and everything is pretty crazy. No, he does. He has security in the Yankees. Well, not... No, but like when he walks out, because like... Uh, there's like fans like even at the facility just waiting outside for like there's like 500 fans just waiting for autographs and stuff yeah no. <laughs> yeah and like when we practice there's like fans are allowed to come so there's like a thousand people at practice <laughs> and you're just there hitting balls there's a thousand people watching yeah so when you leave the stadium are you signing autographs yeah so it's like even uh, like even just like me getting into it like i'm still signing autographs and stuff yeah wow yeah that's incredible that's amazing it's crazy, yeah. Like that's another thing in college baseball. Like, there's a lot of fans too. Like, our games we probably had like five thousand fans at it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you must be doing interviews after every game with the local media. Yeah, for sure. And then we have our own media guy, so we do one with him, and then we have like yeah the other guys too. So, so lots. You're, you're somewhat media trained. <clears throat> yeah. Getting there. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to be mm-hmm. at this point, especially going to New York. <laughs> yeah. Supposed to be. Next week, I think I'm going. I'm going on Barstool Yankees, so that would be a big one. Are you actually? Yeah. You're going on Barstool Yankees next week. Yeah. Get the fuck out, man. That's awesome. <laughs> Who yeah. are you interviewing with? Uh, Hubs. 
Hubs, yeah, 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 yeah. Make sure to drop the high button when you're yeah, out there. I will for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. That's sick, man. So you're there, you're gonna call in from Tampa? Are they gonna call yeah. in? That's cool. Yeah, it's gonna be a little crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Whirlwind of a life right now for you. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It seems like you're taking it well. Um, so we're coming up here. I, the last minute of the of the podcast is yours. If you want to thank your parents, family, friends, anyone, just go ahead and. Also, probably you got to thank the Dartmouth Drive. They're going to be listening to this on the drive down. Yeah, I got to show it to dudes yeah. and the boys driving up there right now. Uh, wish I could be there with you guys. Beat up Sydney this weekend. But, uh, yeah, I like to thank my parents, all my coaches over the years and everything, giving me the chance and the opportunity to be where I am right now. So, yeah. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you taking the time out. Yeah, thanks your for having day. me. That's awesome. All right, everyone listening, thank you very much for tuning in. My name's Justin. That's Jake. This is the high button. Go to all of our social media outlets, like, subscribe, comment. Love you guys. We're out.
the same But under the moon, on a desert plain we roam Home, take coast coast I saw with my naked eye way too close now I'm just the son of a man on a mission Who worked with his hands and brought him to foreign land In the hinterland, swinging the mic like an axe With the beer in the atmosphere, laying down tracks